can almost see it That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make Feels lost with no direction My faith is shaken But I, I gotta keep trying Channel 2 Radio, The Mindset Matters Show with Sinat Noorani. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Yes, it's that time of the week again for the Mindset Matters Show. I'm your host for the next hour and a half, Zenat Narani, but also known as the Clarity Coach. And I'd like to welcome any new listeners tuning in today and welcoming back all my regulars. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, it is the first show of 2024. So happy, happy new year to Everyone out there, the listeners, friends, family, business colleagues, whoever you are, happy new year. And I hope this new year has started off with a bang, that you are setting in your goals, your intentions and all of that. And of course, if you have any New Year's resolutions, I mean, I don't do them um, because I easily fall out of them. In fact, I'm going to have a conversation about that with my guest as well, who's here today in the studio, my first guest of 2024. So yes, do tweet in uh, Zenat underscore Narani, hashtag MSM Radio Talks, hashtag Let's Talk better and as always we kicked off with good old Miley Cyrus my favorite song climb as we know there are constant mountains around us and we're you know challenges got to climb those challenges and mountains but you know what with the right mindset the right support and tools you can accomplish anything yes you can so uh yeah that's what this show is all about. So I'm going to uh, thank my sponsor, Intune PR, with a passion enormously. Actually, he's given me some new words, which I haven't. <laughs> I have got to, I've got to pull them out right now, actually. Uh, so Intune PR, they are a PR company. Where is it? Sorry, I'm trying to multitask now. Not great, is it? Uh, here we go. <laughs> we are proud to support Mindset Matters, a show that has been sharing good advice and stories about mental health and well-being for over a hundred episodes. In Tune PR takes pride in working with positive people, and the Clarity Coach is one of them. Yes, uh, In Tune PR work a lot with me, um, supporting me in my media and my PR work. And that's what they do. They get you noticed in the media. So if you want to find out more about them, then do visit intunepr.co.uk. 
now, of course, throughout the show. Don't forget to tune in with, or well, tweet in actually, or is it X in? I'm not sure which one we're supposed to say now. Um, your messages, your shout outs, anything that you would like to hear. Uh, tell us about what you did for Christmas, how you've been. You know what? Even if you've had some difficult times, let us know and how you're kind of moving forward from them because this show is all about that. And if it is your first time, it's Mindset Matters is about bringing about greater awareness. It's about breaking down those stigmas and taboos around mental health and well-being. And that if we start to ignore some of those aspects that are troubling us for a period of time, it can impact our overall well-being. And here with guests and through the tips and tools that I share and the stories, it's there to help bring about that change that you want to make. So that's what we're here all about. And if you want to listen to this show again and any past shows, you can pop over to my podcast platform, anchor.fm forward slash Zenat hyphen Narani MSM, where all the live shows are transferred there. Of course, available on the Audible platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple Music, and Amazon. I think I already said Amazon, didn't I? Uh, yeah, so that's what we're here about. Do you know what? Actually, I'm going to welcome my guest now because I don't like them sitting there in silence while I waffle on here. So I would love to welcome Diane Thompson. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. Well, it's wonderful to have you here. My first guest of 2024. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Is this your first radio show feature or have you done it before? Uh, I did it once before, but that was years ago. I did a little snippet uh, on a radio show um, about an event that had taken place uh, for children. Um, but yes, this is my first time uh, here um, in this capacity. So very excited to be here. Um, yeah, absolutely yeah. excited. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I know you've got a really busy schedule because uh, we were talking beforehand that you kind of started all coming in, hasn't it? <laughs> absolutely, it has. But as they say, uh, being busy is better than being bored. And so. I like that. <laughs> I hate being bored. So I was, um, I was sharing affirmation for the week and uh, on my show as well, as well as on my show, social media. What's your thought on affirmations? I love affirmations. So affirmations, uh, yeah, I'm definitely sold on affirmations. I think that everyone should take the time to uh, think of, uh, create, embody positive affirmations because they keep you going. The more you say them, uh, you know, the more you repeat them, uh, they become part of you. They become part of who you are and uh, instantly um, they help you to stand a bit taller. They help you to be mm. that little bit more confident and in challenging times, um, they keep you steady. Yeah, agree. agree. And, you know, I forgot to mention, uh, Diane is an executive coach as well. So, I mean, you know, even for us as coaches, we have to, uh, I love the word embodied that you use, embody them as well. You know, if we're telling our clients to take on board affirmations or try them out, we do ourselves. I mean, I'm a real fan of them. I love them. So, yes. So every week I share one. Now, we know the start of the new year is always an exciting time, generally. Uh, it's something to look forward to 
new beginnings, a clean slate, uh, a time for us to create and achieve new goals, as I said, and new intentions and ideas, whatever they may be. And we have, you know, we have all the experiences and knowledge from the past that we can take with us into the next one. So it's all about that kind of evaluating and then thinking about, okay, this is what happened in the past, positive, neg- and let's take, what can we take into the future that's going to help us move forward? So here it is. This year, I'm living a healthy, mindful, and intentional lifestyle. And I know that I am bigger than my doubts, bolder than my fears, and stronger than my obstacles. Wow. I so, love that positive affirmation. <laughs> and I need that one. I was just like, yeah, because my health has been a bit up and down for quite some time. Um, and I need to take a little step back. I've noticed that and be more mindful and just live those intentional lifestyles and think about, you know, I've had some fears come in because of my health. And I was like, nope, I'm going to be like, well, there's a reindeer in headlights or something they call it, don't they? <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be, yeah. I, I love the sound of that it sounds just listening to it and I think and all your listeners listening to it it just inspires you and makes you feel empowered gives you hope mm. so so I love that affirmation definitely thank you yeah it gives a sense of hope yeah hope and hope is you know a very important word as well isn't absolutely it? having absolutely. that hope so remember guys out there life is an ongoing journey so take time to see the goodness and beauty in your strengths and you know when you are faced with adversity it can be hard at times to see the woods for the trees fears and certainties do set in as we know and that is a natural feeling don't shy away from that try and acknowledge and accept any of those thoughts and feelings and think about what you can do with them okay just don't let them hold you back so any thoughts on that please do tweet in okay and let me know and if you've got an affirmation that you use all the time or you set yourself every week or every day whatever they may be share them with us because we want to inspire other people here uh right do you know what i'm gonna before we chat to you diane i'm going to play the first tune that I asked you, you know, send me some tunes. And this one is going to be Hero by Mariah Carey. And I want you to tell us why you chose this, because you've, had, you've got three songs mm. that you sent me. I've put two on here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love to know the reason behind when somebody chooses a song. Mm-hmm. So Hero is a song that, um, has stood the test of time. So I've got a, a varied um, playlist uh, and, and I love music. I love all sorts of music, but Hero is one of the songs that um, has given me strength. It's a song that um, helps me to feel empowered. Uh, and when I listen to it, it's just a real uh, strong reminder that I have all of the tools that I need inside of me uh, to be able to overcome and outlast any challenges that I face. Um, 
it's a song that gives me hope. It's a song that is a good reminder um, about the importance of looking inside myself and ensuring that I'm digging deep um, and I am taking the steps uh, that I need uh, in order to be able to achieve uh, my personal goals, my professional development goals, the steps that I need to be able to be successful, um, whatever that looks like for me. So, so, so Hero is a song that definitely yeah, it gives me hope, gives me inspiration and reminds me to always step into my power. Um, and hopefully it's a song that resonates with lots of the listeners today um, because it, it, it really is a special one, I, I believe anyway. It's a special one. Thank you so much. And on that note...
Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Wow, what a tune. So thank you, Diane, for choosing that tune. You're very welcome. It, it definitely, it's just one that always puts a smile on my face. And, and mm. again, as I said, it's just a powerful reminder yeah. Uh, about us as individuals looking inwardly so Mm. rather than looking for uh, somebody else to save us something you know outside of ourselves it's about recognizing that we're powerful and it's about stepping into our power and owning our power and and being our own savior yeah absolutely couldn't have said it better I mean you know also I, I relate that song to many many things in my past um also especially when i was ice skating that used to be my career before so you know i used to be a professional figure skater so just being on the ice and skating to that and just reliving those feelings again is wonderful isn't it Mm. and like you said that's what can empower you Mm -hmm. to do Mm -hmm. things absolutely so right uh really quickly um i'm gonna actually mention about Dry January, uh, which is a public health initiative launched in 2013 by Alcohol Change UK uh, to remove alcohol from your diet or for 31 days. Uh, The idea for people concerned when they drink too much or uh, too often to slow things down. What's your thought on Dry January? I don't do a dry January. I just go dry when I feel like going dry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean I'm I'm similar to you because I'm not a a huge drinker anyway so dry January um, isn't applicable to me it's not something that that (laughs) I I feel that I need to do Mm. Um, but I do think uh, for for some people it may be very beneficial I think particularly after the Christmas and New Year if you've overindulged a little bit too Mm, much and actually you feel like you just want a little bit of reset you want to give your time your body a a little bit of time to rest then then absolutely I think it's a fantastic initiative Um, but I think again as you said let's not wait until January to be dry let's be dry as and when we need it you know let's listen to our bodies let's recognize when we need to show uh, our body that little bit of tlc uh, and do what is needed Mm. at the time that it is needed rather than waiting for a specific time a specific month or a specific specific reason for when things go wrong yeah it's um 
I do think, uh, well, one of the things I wanted to highlight is when we, people do dry January, to also be aware to suddenly cut down. If you're one of those that drink quite regularly, it can be quite detrimental to suddenly stop. So to also seek support and advice, medical, you know, mm. um, support to help you through that process as well absolutely absolutely because it's a mindset thing as well absolutely and it would it would be a shock to your system so it's like addiction isn't it well it is addiction Mm. so you know you have to bear those things in mind as well Mm. absolutely and you know even if it's not in that category and you want to do cut down do it in stages. Mm-hmm. That's what works for me is by doing it in stages because then you don't get that craving. Mm-hmm. And if you do slip, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But don't be hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because we're all human. And it's, uh, yeah, if you slip, if you fall off the horse, you know, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, get, get back, back on. on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So any thoughts on dry January out there? Then please do give me a shout out. Now, Diane, let's dive into you. We've got a good hour to chit-chat about uh, your story. So you're going to share a little bit about your personal life and your journey. And then we're going to talk about your business and uh, where it's at and how you support your clients and some amazing things that are coming up. <laughs> yes. Very so exciting. tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so a little bit about me. Well, I'm a qualified executive coach. Uh, I um, have always had a love and a passion for coaching and um, but I didn't necessarily have the resources to be able to access coaching Um, so uh, when I was young I I had a keen interest in just reading reading a lot of uh, books but then also reading a lot of self-development books and I learned a little bit more about coaching that way coaching and mentoring so always had an interest in just uh, being the best that I could be but then also empowering others to be the best that they could be mm. um, and as I said because I didn't uh, have the resources to, to, to pay for a coach it was about self-coaching and, mm. and, and building up a network and being able to support each other um, and from that, uh, yeah, my love for coaching grew. And I think my, my love for coaching and mentoring and supporting others grew even further mm-hmm. um, when I became a teacher. Uh, yes. And uh, <laughs> just seeing uh, education and um, the fact that you've got so many um, dedicated professionals who are working so hard to to make a difference to future generations, but also seeing the need that they had for mentoring, coaching and support. Mm. So so, so that was something that was, uh, that was something that uh, encouraged me to develop my understanding and practice in coaching. So in order to support others, because I found um, in education that many people just didn't necessarily have the tools that they needed they didn't always have the confidence that they needed Uh, they were often running themselves into the ground Mm. uh, trying to empower and support and guide and help others but they were leaving with the neglect of themselves absolutely just Mm. without uh, you know, thinking about themselves without showing themselves that self-care without tending to their own well-being needs um and so for me, it was important to be able to 
offer support in that way and to be able to guide people in that way and to be able to empower people in that way because it's so needed mm-hmm. um you know and, and i've seen it firsthand in education just how how people give they give to everybody um but they forget about themselves they keep pouring from their cup uh, until it's empty uh, and then they've got nothing left in the tank for themselves um so a lot of my my passion in terms of coaching came from that first hand experience and actually seeing the detrimental impact that uh, a lack of self care and a lack of tending to your well-being has ha- has on you um and, and I became a qualified coach. Um, was that while you were a teacher? You became a qualified because you were, you were a head teacher as well, weren't yes, you? Yes, yes, yes. Mm. So, so head teacher. Um, so, so I became a uh, qualified coach actually whilst I during my headship. Actually, during my first headship because um, oh, wow. the school that. Um, I started in, it was a school that was in challenge, it had uh, requires improvement grading and the confidence of staff was low, the confidence of the school community was low and I wanted to uh, build up a, co- a culture of coaching and help people to, to feel empowered and to know that there was a hero inside of them, to help them to recognise that actually they had the tools and the answers that they needed mm, uh, to, to ensure change but it just needed to be uh, you know drawn out of them so so actually I I did my coaching qualification during that time uh, a bit like myself I did my coaching Ah, during my teaching time as well that's interesting (laughs) and um, I encouraged um, a few of my senior leadership team to also undertake coaching qualifications as well so that we could have a real change across uh, across the organization Lovely. so so even though it was a, a tough time a challenging time it was a really empowering time yeah, uh, and it was a really positive time a time of hope a time of change and a time of transformation and did you find that um your staff were very forthcoming with that and were eager to kind of implement all of that and the learnings within what already they were doing mm-hmm. so yes i would say that uh, initially there was some resistance mm-hmm. and, and it's like anything isn't it because when there's change uh, for some people it's hard change mm-hmm. is hard and we have to recognize that uh, people embrace change in different ways and in different stages so it's about recognizing where somebody is uh, in that change process journey uh, and supporting them uh, you know at a rate that's appropriate for them so the vast majority of staff, I think, were ready to embrace that change. But there are a few people who are a little bit hesitant because mm-hmm. they weren't quite sure. Um, and it was hard for them to actually admit that they needed some support. Support, that's um, the thing, isn't Because it? this is the thing. We don't always like to admit that. I think often we're, we're very... Uh, good at helping and supporting others we're very good at giving advice to others we know what to do um, but the difficulty we have is actually taking the advice that we would give to others and applying it for ourselves and Mm. uh, and that's one thing that I did find uh, you know some staff struggled with and also I you know I believe that there is that element that um, as staff you don't want to highlight the areas that you may be struggling in because therefore then that might impact the way your senior leadership team uh, views you, Mm. that you're not um, capable enough Mm. to 
uh, take on board X, Y, and Z, you know, whatever's been thrown at them. And, you know, because I know coming out, I felt that I had to be able to do everything and everything had to be 100%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was a weakness. Mm-hmm, absolutely. No, I, I, I hear that. And I think the thing that I've always consistently impressed upon anyone who I work with is that we are human beings first Mm -hmm. and yes we have roles and responsibilities and there are things that we need to achieve but fundamentally we are human beings first and that's the thing that we need to focus on first actually building meaning relationships with others demonstrating that um, you know we respect and care for each other creating that psychologically safe learning environment where everyone Mm -hmm. knows that actually you know I'm human I can make mistakes I'm not going to be judged um, you know and, and people are here to support me and actually have my best interests at heart and and I think when people know that to be the case then they let their barriers down and mm. actually that they're willing to embrace coaching and I think a, a really important thing for me was to separate my role as a head teacher from oh, my yes, role of as course. a coach yeah. and actually helping people to see actually I am here in the capacity as a coach uh, I don't have the answers um, because initially there were a couple of uh, of my, my team who um, I felt <laughs> like they were trying to give me the answers that they thought I wanted, wanted to, to hear, hear yes. as opposed to actually the answers <laughs> that they wanted to give me. Mm. And, and again, it's about building up that trust. Once that trust was built up, uh, they let their guard down and they recognised actually this was about them. Yeah. This was about their agenda. This was about their needs. This was about me um, uh, supporting them and um, teaching them practical tools and techniques that would help them uh, to achieve their personal and professional development mm. goals. There wasn't any agenda the behind toilet. it. Yeah. It was just about recognising yeah. that as human beings, we all need some support. Mm. We all want to be in an environment actually where we feel safe, where yeah. we feel empowered to oh, be able and to valuable do our and job. loved and Absolutely. all of those elements. Yeah. Because actually if we're in that environment, then it means that we are going to do a fantastic job for everybody else yeah. around us. We'll do a fantastic job for the children, for the communities that we serve. And mm. it's about serving others. And if we know that we are being served, yep. you know, it's easier for us to serve others. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if you, you know, they always say, if you haven't got the health then how are you going to look after and be your best for other people? Absolutely. And that's one thing um, I I definitely go by. You know, look after myself as much as possible, Mm. though I do fall into the traps, and I've got wonderful people around me. And that's the other thing, Mm. having that support network around you that reminds you of, um, you know, Zina, it's time to step back. Mm. Zina, take a break. Mm. Uh, you know again what would you say to your clients mm. that's what you need to be doing absolutely and uh, and there's nothing wrong with that mm. because I think also I don't know if you've encountered there are some uh, therapists coaches counsellors out there that don't have their own support group or their own coach or counsel and I think that's very 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 important and yes financially it can be a strain but find a friend 
Absolutely. No, I totally agree with that. Again, as, as, as coaches, we have to practice what we preach. Mm. And actually, if we recognize the value uh, and the benefit and, and the, you know, the, the opportunities for transformation by having that support network, by having those champions and those cheerleaders and those accountability partners, we have to ensure that we have that in place for ourselves. And, and, and absolutely, I think as, uh, as coaches, as, as managers, as leaders, yes. yep. often and we feel alone mm-hmm. um, because sometimes it, it is very lonely at the top, at it the is, top yeah. and in some of those positions but we have to reach out to others and we have to demonstrate uh, that level of vulnerability obviously keeping it professional of course but we have to demonstrate that level of vulnerability and that we are human beings we have needs we have wants we have desires you know we feel tired uh, you know we hurt um, and it's important that when we share that, mm-hmm. we're not superhuman. We're just like anybody else. Yeah. Then um, again, it helps to create that common understanding. It helps uh, for other people to see. Actually, let me just check in on this individual because, uh, despite their role or their responsibilities, mm-hmm. they need support and help too. And it just creates that shared understanding amongst everyone that everybody needs somebody to be able to look out for them. Everyone needs somebody to be their champion because we all do. Yeah, totally agree. Mm. Um, So there we go. (laughs) Need a champion out there, someone to believe in you, someone to look after you. Uh, Yeah. Sorry, I've just gone into deep thoughts about something, you know, from the past. So, you know, because it's all those little trigger words. And that's, mm. and I think that's really important. This is what this show's all about. I mean, even me here sitting with you, mm. I'm feeling inspired mm. and I'm thinking about things. Mm. And uh, that's what the change that we want to make. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's, let's continue to all inspire each, each other. other. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, continue. Sorry, we kind of went on to it. <laughs> We'll come back on track. <laughs> yes. Yeah, back on track. Back on track. Um, um, while you're thinking about that, to come back on track, quick tweet in by uh, Intune PR, dry January, no alcohol for a month, no thanks, ongoing moderation with occasional getting carried away with uh, is a good place to be. And he's put his JD, <laughs> Jack Daniels in. He that, loves that, his that JD. That sounds like a good balance. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it does sound like a good balance. So, your journey. We were talking about you went into education. Yes. And you were coaching within that. Then kind of, yeah. Yeah, so coaching within that and uh, uh, coaching and mentoring others within that and supporting uh, people to achieve their personal and professional development goals. Uh, And and well-being is is a golden thread that runs through all of that. Um, Alongside that, just... supporting people to actually go for uh, more senior positions actually uh, Mm. helping them to have the confidence to recognize that they have the tools and the capabilities to to be able to make that broader difference uh, and you know and and helping them along that journey Um, and then I decided that it would be um, I decided actually that I wanted to empower and to support a wider audience mm. and and actually to move away from full-time headship uh, to be able to 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 make that bigger difference um because i just i, I felt that there was such a, a huge need uh just to 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 support others um 
on a wider scale. And I think sometimes, in, certainly in my experience mm. in education, um, there are a lot of constraints just in terms of uh, <laughs> yeah. being able to um, provide the well-being support that is needed in schools. There are a lot of constraints. Uh, mm. There are a lot of budgetary constraints. I think, and until you work in education, I don't think you actually realise exactly. um, what it entails. Uh, you know, teachers have to play multiple roles so mm -hmm. so when people hear oh yes you're a teacher you know that they many people have a perception of a teacher that isn't actually accurate until you yeah. go into education because you're not just a teacher you are a mentor you are a coach you are a counselor you are a social worker mm -hmm. uh, you know you are a parent there are so many different hats that you need to, to wear to and you're wear. not taught all of these hats, shall I say, mm -hmm. to manage all these hats mm -hmm. when you are going through your qualification mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Because w what you learn is very much theory-based. Mm -hmm. And yes, you go in and you get the you do your practical mm -hmm. um, assessments and all that within schools. Mm -hmm. But actually, the real work and realisation comes in mm. once you've qualified and you mm. get that first N uh, QTS NQT mm. job, isn't it? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's just <laughs> like it hits you in the face. You're like, oh my goodness, is this what it is? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and because uh, budgets are so tight mm. in schools, uh, you know, the, the, the resources aren't necessarily put into uh, focusing on that well-being It's more on the academic side of things. It's often on the academic side of things and, and you have got some schools who are bucking that trend, yep. to be fair, and they are putting in the resources where they're needed, but when you look at uh, things like uh, teacher well-being surveys, you still see that the data is showing that the vast majority of teachers, of staff in education, they feel stressed, they feel overwhelmed, they feel burdened uh, with all of the challenges, uh, with the level of accountability that they face. And um, that's why I wanted to make a difference in that way. And, and mm -hmm. I thought that actually, um, if, if, if I remained in, in one school mm. and, uh, you know, in a full-time headship, I could make a fantastic difference to my school community. But yep. actually taking a step back and undertaking part-time headship work would mean that I'd be Do able more. to make a difference in terms of uh, a larger community. Yes, a much bigger and scale. And that's what I wanted to do, just to kind of go and, and support and empower uh, people on a wider scale. Yeah. You know, and that's something that... Um, like yourself, uh, you know, I've not been in headship, but I've been in a leadership team and as the teacher. And when I came out of teaching, that was one area that I wanted to go into schools. And it's been a huge challenge trying to get in to schools to say, that, you know, let's implement X, Y and Z around the mental health and well-being for your staff, but also for the children as well, because the children absolutely need it. Um, and it has to be done not in isolation, but throughout. That's how I believe it. But then occasionally have that real focus on it. Mm. No, it does. And, and 
it's I think it, no matter what organisation you are mm. in, um, people can talk a good game in terms yep. of well-being, but actually the proof's in the pudding. Mm. Actually, <laughs> I love that. You know, it starts with culture. It's it does. about the way you treat people. You know, so you can have all of these wonderful shiny new initiatives, and and you can have you know uh, a, a well-being event once a year, but actually What's that doesn't that make a difference. Mm. It doesn't make a difference. It's about actually the way we treat each other. Mm. It's about actually our our actions and our behaviours, and actually if they're congruent with our values, if they're congruent with what we're saying, uh, you know, we want to achieve in terms of well-being. Yeah. Because actually, there's often a disconnect. Um, mm. where you know people don't take the time to, to say hello and to check in with you and to see if you're okay you know people won't uh, you know think carefully about giving you that time to actively listen to you to make sure that you feel seen, seen to make sure that heard. you feel heard and mm. valued and it's all those small things, things in matter. terms of well-being that matter first and I think just just uh, you know no matter what organization we're in I think we need to take a, a, a long hard look at the culture what does the culture say about what we value mm -hmm. and whether we value well-being because actually if if we're not prepared to do the small things then um, there's no way we're going to achieve the bigger things absolutely and like you know not just within the workplace i think that also applies not i think um, it does apply to your outside relationships your personal relationships with family with friends you know taking that time just to listen truly truly listen be with them just you know we're so lucky we've got mobile phones technology instant messaging and there's no excuse really mm -hmm. but I mean nothing beats picking up the phone and hearing a voice mm -hmm. but I know that always isn't possible mm. but you know find that time absolutely no i totally agree I, I, time is is one of the most precious resources that we, we have. have and actually mm. our, our loved ones know that if we've given them that time mm. then it's it's something that can never be replaced no. and actually that it is it, it's one of the most precious things that we have yeah um, and it's often quite sad actually i didn't want to use the word sad mm. but it is when People make change, tend to make changes or become aware of what's going on when things go wrong. Mm. Why not prevent things, be, put the preventative things and measures in place before all of this happens? Absolutely. It is about taking that proactive approach. Mm. And, and, and sometimes yeah, as human <laughs> beings, we do. We're reactive sometimes as human beings. But it is about taking stock and making sure that on a regular basis, we are doing, we're being proactive. We're putting the measures in place to ensure that actually we don't get to that point where actually then, uh, you know, our well-being needs are urgent because we should just be tending to them on a daily basis because they're important important and because they matter and because we matter so so absolutely um and sometimes i think we we, we may fall off track a little bit mm. but it's about catching ourselves before it becomes critical and as you said yes. earlier it's about having that support network making sure that mm. we've got those accountability partners who, who will tell us who will hold that mirror up to our face <laughs> and show us what we don't want to see but what we need Couldn't to see in order to be yeah. the best that we can, can be. be it's about somebody just saying well actually no hold on a minute you know mm -hmm. pause you said that you're going to do x um you know 
uh, talk to me about what's happening because it doesn't appear that you've been doing mm. that. It's about somebody challenging us and, yeah. and, and uh, being okay with that because yeah. we all need challenges in our life. It's, it's we do, nice yes. to have cheerleaders, but actually we need to get the balance right. Yes. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. There right. has to be that balance and um, not being frightened as well for them to be open and honest with you, but you to be able to be uh, ready for that feedback mm. and listen to that mm. and not take it as a negative mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um which is all very very important mm. well i think we could talk about this forever <laughs> and ever you know just time runs out but mm. um can i ask you why was it executive coaching that you wanted to specifically focus on uh, I wanted to focus, uh, focus on executive coaching um, so that I could support uh, people in senior leadership positions. Right, so it was mainly. Yeah, so because then, I mean, uh, and, and I'll work with middle leaders, I'll work with senior leaders, I'll work with entry-level uh, individuals, mm. but the reason that I wanted to focus on uh, working with people at a senior level is because they could enact change because they are the decision makers mm. and if we want to have change in terms of cultures if we want mm -hmm. to create that culture of well-being if we want to make a difference to a wider community um, we have to engage people who are going to make those decisions who are going to be able to allocate those resources appropriately to ensure mm. that the change uh, that they seek uh, becomes a reality. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's where the focus was yes. there. And it does start at the top of the pyramid, mm. doesn't it? Mm. And within that as well, do you believe, because I, mean, I believe that whatever the leaders are doing at the top, it has to filter down in terms of the people, their team members, their employees, they have to also see their leaders making change, um, doing work on themselves as uh, being part of the team as well. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Sorry, it I was does. just trying to find the right word for it. Absolutely. It's about leaders walking their talk. Thank you. And, yeah. and this is the thing. I think as senior leaders, we have to walk our talk. We have to be the role models mm. uh, for the change that we want to see. It's no point us saying one thing and doing another thing because everyone watches everything yeah. that we do everyone listens to everything that they say mm. that we say and if they see that there's a disconnect uh, that breaks down that level of trust mm. uh, they will think that we are inauthentic so it really is important that as leaders we have to embody uh, everything we have to embody those positive values mm -hmm. we have to embody the importance of self-care the importance of looking after ourselves you know all of those qualities that we want to see in our team we have to demonstrate that we have them ourselves and that we're continually working on ourselves uh, to ensure that we are uh, demonstrating those qualities because if not then what's it's, the point? It's a waste it's, of time. It's, waste it's of just time. lip service. Yeah. And, uh, and, that and that's where the shortfall is going to happen, where um, employees are going to lose motivation, mm -hmm. uh, productivity goes, and then the whole absentism, uh, absentees comes in, people leave their jobs, you know, and then maybe redundancies are ha happen because they're not fulfilling their job criteria. 
you know, it's a it's a knock on effect, isn't it? Absolutely, it's a huge knock on effect, and 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 we've seen just in so many different organisations where people are feeling dissatisfied, they are leaving, they are changing careers. There is no such thing as that that lifelong <laughs> career anymore because people are dissatisfied, and if they mm. feel like their needs aren't being met, if they feel like they're working in a culture where they're not valued, where they're not treated fairly, where you know people don't see them as human beings and just recognize actually that there is a bigger picture beyond work and it's about actually celebrating all of the roles and the spheres of our life um you know if they feel like those needs are not being met they they, mm. they will look elsewhere and it's important you know if we want to have a, a workforce that feels empowered that feels uh, motivated uh you know to be able to make that difference then actually we need to put in the support we need to put in the resources and the tools um and we as leaders need to make sure that we're demonstrating uh, this because that that makes a difference yeah. it's about having that culture mm. um where people feel safe yeah. and yeah. then they feel and we keep coming back to those wor yeah. words empower safe mm. and all those elements now do you within your coaching so you know obviously not naming clients but have you experienced where there are certain leaders who want to make a change I, i'm going to be talking specifically around um sort of diversity mm -hmm. and inclusion mm -hmm. so you know there's this whole element of neurodiversity at the moment mm -hmm. that they want to but they don't because actually also it means a lot of adjustments mm -hmm. and resources mm -hmm. implementation uh financial cost mm -hmm. perhaps that they say they want to but they don't and mm -hmm. i mean what's your thought on that and what how have you tackled those issues mm -hmm. with them yes no yeah i've come across that with clients before and i think uh, for me the most important thing was about having that honest and open conversation with them about readiness because there are some people who are not ready for change. And I think we, we, we as they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force no, it, it to drink. drink. <laughs> and, and I think um, as individuals, we have to be very honest with ourselves mm. about whether we are ready for change. Mm. Uh, because if we're not ready for change, not no matter all of the resources that we have, all of the tools, all mm. of the techniques, uh, you will not see lasting transformation if you're not yeah. ready for change. And so what I say to my clients is, you, you know, let's talk about some of the barriers that you appear to have put in your own way and whether you're mm. ready to to break down those barriers. And, and it's about having those conversations because actually many people say that time is an issue. So they don't tend to their well-being because of time. Mm. Uh, you know, they don't tend to their well-being because of finances and and these things are very real yeah. but actually there is a way around them mm -hmm. in the same way that um we have people who make the time to watch uh, you know uh, copious amounts of, of TV when actually we could take an hour of that time uh, to go for a walk uh, in nature, yeah. uh, to relax ourselves, to listen to, you know, an uplifting podcast, uh, you know, to spend an hour with our loved ones, actually just spending some good quality time laughing and being silly. Um, when we think about resources, again, yes, uh, especially with, uh, you know, the, the, the current financial times that we're living in, uh, things mm. are hard. But, but there are things that we can do 
to still tend to our well-being. There are lots of free events out there that we can access. There are free sources of support that we can access. Um, It's about choosing to... And making that conscious um, decision to go and look for something and say, I'm going to find something. Absolutely, because we can. Mm. We can find it. It's about prioritising and it's about thinking about what we are choosing to spend our time and resources on. Uh, And because if we really want to make that change, if we want true and lasting change, yes, there are barriers, but despite the barriers, we can find a way to overcome them should we choose to do so. Uh, You know, it's very easy as human beings to make excuses. Mm. It's it's the easiest thing. Oh, gosh, yes. And we can all all do it, and we're all guilty of it from Mm. time to time. Mm. You know, we'll make an an excuse. But actually, if we take a long, hard look at ourselves and and actually be honest with ourselves about actually, um, you know, am I making an excuse here, uh, you know, is this something that I can practically overcome? Where can I look for sources of support to help me to overcome mm-hmm. this barrier? Do I want to actually overcome, overcome this it. barrier? Um, or, or, or is there some sort of payoff for me remaining in this no. position and, and keep, you know, creating this story and this excuse for myself? And do you know what? It's really interesting um, that you said, you know, you just said that being in that situation do they still want to be in that situation there's an nlp thing Mm -hmm. that we do and it's about the problem box Mm -hmm. and you know why people remain in the problem box yes they want to come out but they prefer to stay in there because they know what's there Mm -hmm. and they fear the unknown Mm -hmm. very much so Mm -hmm. but it's their comfort zone isn't it absolutely absolutely and that and, and also around that comfort zone is their belief system Mm. and the experiences of the external environment of what's happened to them and to keep them there and it's it's one of the hardest things but you're absolutely right and I say to my clients you have to be ready I mean I've turned away clients for coaching Mm -hmm. because you know they're not going to make that change right then they're not ready and it's also draining on us Mm -hmm. (laughs) as coaches And, you know, we don't have a magic wand Mm -hmm. that we can wave and give them the answers. Mm -hmm. I'm very, when I'm with a client, I'm very much about not giving them the answers, letting them find it. So it, so they can own it. Absolutely. And it becomes them. Mm, Absolutely. Rather than me giving the advice or me telling them what to do, Mm. it's it's not theirs. Absolutely. You're not going to own that as much. Mm, Totally agree with that. Uh, You know, I always impress upon my clients you are the change that you are seeking you know you are the only person Mm. who is going to get you from where you are to where you you want want to be and 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 it's about you know being honest with yourself are you ready to put in the work Mm. because it's hard change is incredibly hard and like you said it's so easy to stay in our comfort zone where we feel safe you know that state of homeostasis is lovely you know it it feels nice and it does feel nice Uh, But actually, feeling nice and familiar isn't necessarily going to help us to achieve our goals. It's not going to help us to fulfill our potential. It's not going to help us to to look back and know, actually, we've lived and we've achieved everything in life that we've wanted to achieve. No regrets. And yeah, you've got to come out of that whole victim mentality as well. Um, Speaking of, um, Jackie has uh, messaged me and 
uh, not a tweet, but uh, she says, great show, thought, uh, thought-provoking guest, the mental well-being of all within schools, companies, families, friends and yourself does need to be a priority and hopefully, oh, sorry, somebody's calling me, mm-hmm. and hopefully 2024 may be a beginning for this to happen on a wider scale. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Yeah. Let's make 2024 the year of our well-being. Fantastic. And you know what? On that note, we're going to go into uh, another break and another one of your tunes. I want to dance with somebody, Whitney Houston. You, oh, my God, she's brilliant. Good old Whitney Houston. Absolutely. Tell us why you wanted this one. Oh, because this song, it, it just... <laughs> and no matter what mood you're in, you will get up and dance to this song. So so another uh, oldie but goodie, but it just... It just puts a smile on your face and and the beat is so uplifting, it's so inspiring, it just makes you want to dance around the room. Right, so everyone, get up wherever you are and let's start dancing because we're going to get up and dance right here. Thank God there's no camera. But yes, wherever you are, stand up, get start letting loose and let the music fill you up. Yeah. 
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. I want to dance with somebody. Oh, there's my awful voice again. (laughs) Are you a singer? Um, I'd like to think I'm a singer, but I I had a reality check a few years ago when I went on holiday to Jamaica and I did karaoke and I actually heard myself back. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not too bad. You know, that's your own kind of... My my realisation was... Uh, and it sounds even worse because my voice is croaky all the time now. But um, I remember when I was teaching a year two class mm-hmm. and we were practicing for the school assembly. And um, the kids, a couple of the kids went, oh, Miss Narani, Miss Narani, uh, stop singing, stop singing. And I went, oh, OK, so you want to sing on your own? You don't need my help. <laughs> There's me thinking, oh, they know the tune and they don't want my help. And they went, no, you're hurting our ears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, there we go, exactly. <laughs> you can only love them more. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Little munchkins. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It just got me thinking about my niece and nephew, actually. <laughs> A few things they've said to me as well. It's like, they, they there are no filters with no, them. No, And sometimes we have to be like that, actually, because yeah. they... they they forever put a smile on our faces mm-hmm. and they tell us how it is. And actually, yeah. sometimes we just need to hear how it is without it being buttered yeah. up sometimes, you know. But you know what? That goes back to what you were saying earlier mm. about, you know, being honest and giving feedback to someone that, you know, that things aren't going right or what have you got planned. Now, we lose that when we become adults because mm. this scenario with the children telling you you're not going to get upset with them and angry with them and start Mm. shouting at them Mm. because they've told you not to sing because your voice is awful you know but if an adult was to say that Mm -hmm. the reaction would be completely different It would be. And I think Mm. it's interesting because in terms of feedback, I think we need to, yes, we need to be open to feedback, but also uh, as givers and receivers of feedback, we need to think about the purpose of the feedback, the intention behind Mm -hmm. the feedback, because actually if it's coming from a good place where we want somebody to uh, reflect on their strengths, but also improve upon their areas for development, if we think that that feedback is founded on fact, uh, as opposed to opinion, um, then it, it has a very different take on it. So I yeah. think when we're giving and receiving feedback, it's about thinking about some of those fundamentals and ensuring that the feedback <laughs> is um, it's it's coming from a, a good, positive good place, place, from a good place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and also thinking about how you give it. So what are the what's the language you're using mm-hmm. and that's and the tone of voice mm-hmm. it's so so important because mm-hmm. i mean the english language doesn't have um ge- well generally like other languages the kind of formal informal mm-hmm. words that you use mm-hmm. whereas 
British language is more about tone mm. mm-hmm. and rephrasing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. For, I think, yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I agree yeah. with that. Just in, sometimes two people can say the same thing, but yeah, actually, sounds, yeah, the, 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 the intonation, uh, yeah, the, the emphasis, that. absolutely. <laughs> it does make a difference in terms of how somebody receives it. And I guess mm. that's why body language is so important. Mm. Uh, and actually, because... People will pay attention, as they say, to mostly to our body language as opposed Post to actually to the words that we use. Um, mm. So, yeah, we need to be very mindful of, of that. that. Yeah, and being an NLP practitioner, that's one of my main <laughs> focuses. <laughs> language. Uh, anyway, uh, so we've got about sort of 20 minutes, 25 minutes before the end of the show. Uh, I want to dive into your business side of things and what you have planned for the future and some of the events and things that are happening. Mm, oh, well, very exciting. So I'm very excited um, because I have recently created a well-being journal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I created the well-being journal uh, to give people a little bit of space to reflect because I think as, as busy individuals, we don't always take the time to stop, to pause and reflect. And I think we know that Um, reflection is good for us we Mm. know that being mindful and being present and being in the moment is good for us but sometimes we don't take the time to do that Um, and so I created uh, the mindful moments well-being journal um, as a tool uh, to support people to facilitate that um, that reflection Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, so the journal—it's it, it, a lovely tool that uh, people can use um, to be inspired because there are quotes in there. So, so like your affirmations, mm-hmm. uh, uh, positive quotes in there to inspire people. Uh, there's also uh, weekly reflections in there um, to get people to to stop and just really reflect on their lives, their actions, behaviours. There's also a call to action there as well, Mm. because I think often we, we may take time to reflect, but so what? What do we do, do after the after action? that? What do we do after the reflection? What do we do after that that realisation moment where actually we think that, oh, uh, you know, I'm not quite happy with this. This is something that I'd like to improve, but but where's the action following that? Mm-hmm. So, so uh, in the Mindful Moments Journal, we have an opportunity, a weekly opportunity for people to... Uh, to attend to a call for action and actually to take a step, take some tangible action in order to see uh, and to realise some lasting change. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I've sent out advanced reader copies, so so a, a large <laughs> number of people have had an opportunity to use the journal and I've had lots of positive feedback just in terms of the fact that it provides that space yeah. uh, and uh, uh, allows people to reflect on some questions that they haven't necessarily asked themselves questions that they may have shied away from Mm. because as human beings we we do we do shy away from because again it's about that comfort zone and it's about sometimes being fearful of stepping outside and it becomes a reality if we think about it or we say out aloud it's there 
and it's happened. Absolutely. It's the reality, isn't it? Absolutely. You can't take it back. Absolutely. And, that, and that's it. Yeah. Stepping into our reality, recognizing what's <laughs> going well, recognizing and celebrating our strengths, but also focusing on uh, our areas for development and doing something about mm -hmm. it. And this is what the Mindful Moments Journal allows you to do. It allows you to take stop, stock. It allows you to <laughs> reflect take action feel inspired and actually track your progress and your journey Fantastic. um you know just thinking about uh, yeah how far you've come and how much time and effort you've put into tending to your your well-being and your self-care mm. needs and where you need and then you realize where you need to make the change mm, by doing so absolutely you know it's funny you're speaking about it. we'll talk more about it because um I've started a 30-day mindfulness challenge where every day I post uh, something about taking on board to be mindful about, mm. uh, which I'm going to share today on today's show if we've got a bit more time. But yes, so each day is a different day of mindfulness. Absolutely. I love the sound of that. <laughs> and that's the thing, just mm. just and doing things like that, uh, like a 30-day mindfulness challenge will mean that after the 30 days are over, we would have ingrained some of those yes. habits anyway. Because they say 30 to, to mm -hmm. 90 days, give and take. Yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And even if there are some things that we think, oh, actually, that doesn't quite fit in with us, but there are things that will stick. Yeah. There are things that we Because you will have enjoyed it so absolutely. much. Absolutely. Mm. And they will become part of our daily lives. They'll become part of the habits that we have. And, and it's, it is, it's about, it's about habit and certainly for, for the mindful moments journal it is about uh supporting people to um leave some of the unhelpful habits that they have recognizing Absolutely. unhelpful habits that no longer serve them and actually uh you know implementing uh, healthy habits that are going to serve them in their lives mm. because you know we're, we're creatures of habit and it is important that we are mindful of, of what serves us what no longer serves us what is in alignment with our values uh, with our goals uh you know and just making sure that we have that congruence making mm. sure that we you know we, we feel authentic in terms of everything that we do because everything is lining up yeah, absolutely. Then this has just um, brought a thought to my head with what we were talking about earlier on in the educational sector. These are kind of the the elements of life skills that we need to be doing from a very very young age. The sooner you start it, uh, the more, like you said, ingrained it becomes. It becomes your habit, daily routine. You won't even think about. It. You'll just naturally just do it mm. without thinking, mm. and feel greater. Absolutely, those things do need to be. Absolutely. So, with your journal, when's the launch date? So the Let's official do. launch date. So very <laughs> excited. We're going to have a, a, a well-being workshop, um, uh, and uh, the Mindful Moments Journal will be officially launched then. So that's on Saturday, the twenty-seventh of January, um, and uh, that will be at Pushkin House in London, Bloomsbury, um, at. 
2 p.m. So um, people will be able to come along to the event and it's more than a journal launch. It's an opportunity to tend to your self-care and well-being. Mm. It's an opportunity to, to learn some uh, well-being tips uh, and practical strategies that you will be able to implement immediately. It's an opportunity to, to be around like-minded individuals who actually uh, want to focus on their well-being, want to make 2024 the year of their well-being, want to uh, stop with the excuses and actually mm. start making tangible, tangible, lasting changes that will see them through uh, for a lifetime. Yeah. Um, because why not? You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's new right year, now is a better time. Start. Yeah, exactly. clean slate. No time like the present. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things to think about there is, you know, you, if you're going to do it, and you want to do it, do it now. Why wait till next week, next month or next year? Who knows what can happen between now and then? Absolutely. Uh, I've just looked at the date. The 27th is a Saturday, isn't it? 2pm. Mm. 2pm. Oh, I am busy on that day. Oh. oh, I wonder if I can do a little bit of a change. Oh, that would be wonderful. It'd I would love to come to down. No, it would be wonderful. Now, is the event free or is it ticketed? The How event does it work? is a ticketed event. Uh, so tickets uh, can be purchased on my website, uh, www.courageovercomfortcoaching.co.uk forward slash events. Um, Tickets cost £20 and for £20 you receive a Mindful Moments Wellbeing Journal, you receive a goodie bag and you receive some light refreshments. Um, so small investment to pay actually for an afternoon, an uplifting afternoon that could be a catalyst for lasting change with regard to your wellbeing. Yeah. Um, tickets are also on sale on Eventbrite as well. Mm -hmm. If you uh, look for Courage Over Comfort Coaching on Eventbrite you'll be able to to purchase tickets there too brilliant and while you're giving all those details um if people want to connect with you and mm. um, where can they go in terms of if they want to have a conversation with you or they just want to follow you mm -hmm. Your social media handles. Yeah, so, so they can uh, follow me uh, on uh, Twitter, uh, at Overcomfort. Uh, they can follow me on Instagram, Courage Over Comfort Coaching. Uh, they can also follow me on LinkedIn, uh, Diane Thompson, Courage Over Comfort Coaching. Uh, again, they can always go to my website as well and sign up and subscribe um, because I, I, I send out regular uh, uplifting uh blogs uh, and newsletters that um that there's always some useful pearl of wisdom i've been told uh to help uh, support people in terms of well-being in terms of self-care uh, and in terms of achieving personal and professional development goals fantastic fantastic i want to make sure i get all those details in and your um journal where will it be available? Is it just going to be an online if people want to buy a copy? So if people or... want to buy a copy, they will be able to uh, purchase them from my website next week. Um, and in the future, uh, they may be widely available, uh, potentially on Amazon, they may be widely available. Uh, but for now, uh, they're, they're exclusively <laughs> available on my website. There you go. Yeah. So... Uh, 27th at 2pm 2pm at Russ Pushkin, Pushkin, House. Pushkin, Pushkin House, House in London yeah. and uh, uh, yeah 20 pounds get your ticket 
you've got a little goodie bag to go with it and refreshments plus an amazing journal that's brilliant do you know what we're going to go into another quick music break uh, because this one's requested by our lovely Darren Wheel but before I do I'm going to read some tweets which probably should have read them out um, while we were talking but we were so engrossed Sarah Marsh Collins says talk to yourself like I talk to my dogs <laughs> who's a good girl who's sorry I've got to do it in her voice who's a good girl who's a good boy does then someone deserve a treat <laughs> she says that to me as well when I should go see that talk to you like you talk to Ellie and Barney <laughs> let's have a little belly rub uh, the importance of self-care Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Um, and then she's posted, um, it helps you to look in the mirror and can give yourself begging eyes as good as theirs. That is a bit of a challenge. I'm a bit lost there. It must have been to do with something I said. It helps you. It helps if you look in the mirror and can give yourself be- begging eyes as good as theirs. Maybe it's about self-care. Yeah, it is Maybe, about self-care. Yeah. So, make, so I, I, I'm just thinking of um, uh, Shrek and the Puss in Boots eyes. You know when the, the oh, Puss does those yeah. eyes? So uh, just in terms of those kind of sympathy eyes and sometimes maybe showing ourselves Self. that same <laughs> We're doing it right now, aren't yeah, we? <laughs> exactly. Could, could be that, possibly. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Um, and then she uh, sent another tweet in, talking about language and how you speak to yourself. I like this one, Zena. And she's put in a quote from Bruce Lee, because Bruce Lee said, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Mm. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and they can spell, and they cast spells, that's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. That's from Bruce Lee. Absolutely, love that quote. Lovely, thank you for that. Positive self-talk all the way. Right, let's go into Lady Gaga, Born This Way, and it's all about being yourself. My mama told me when I was young We're all on superstars She pulled my hair, put my lipstick on In a glass of her boudoir There's nothing wrong with loving who you are She said, cause he made you perfect, babe So hold your head up, girl, and you'll go far Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Give yourself prudence and love your friends. Subway can rejoice the truth. In the religion of the insecure, I must be myself, respect my youth. A different love is not a sin, but be capital
Don't be a drag, just be a queen. Whether you're broke or evergreen, your black, white, beige, chola descent, your Lebanese, your Orient. Whether life's disabilities left you outcast, but leader teased, rejoice and love yourself today. Cause baby, you were born no this way. No matter let's be in transgender life on the right track. Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Well, there we have it, requested by Darren Wheel of Intune PR. Uh, Sarah Marsh Collins is getting ready to do a half marathon. So she's my um, honorary Ben, which means sister, and... uh, also my best friend and also does uh, Babel Monkey Digital m- and Marketing. Wow. So if you need to know anything about LinkedIn, she's the gal. She's the person. Yes, or evergreen plans or anything like that. Ah. She's definitely the gal. Uh, so spotted in my gym, changing room this morning, go Bromley Buzz. So there's a poster of our podcast, The Bromley Buzz, ah. which is about buzzing all great things in the borough of Bromley. And then she said, I'm using the personal best plan as part of my marathon, half marathon training. They check BP, blood sugars and so much more. Then give you a personalised workout for your goals. And that's at Nuffield Gym. That's the one in Chislehurst that she goes to. So she started that up. Yes. Um, Bless her. She'd been ill for quite some time with a really bad cough and cold. And it's like it's got this half marathon coming up. Can't just step into a half marathon, can you? <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately. So, yes, hard at work. She's back on and she's raring to go. So, Keeping good luck with that. Crossed. <laughs> yes. And she will be doing a, um, the, I've forgotten how many, is it five miles? 5K? I can't remember now. I always get my Ks and my miles wrong. But for the Muddy Dog Challenge, it was coming up. It was supposed to be in November. Got postponed twice. Yeah. No, once postponed because of the weather. It was too hot. Then, it got cancelled because then it was like raining and it was just yeah t- too dangerous and slippy and slidey mm-hmm. but um it's it's raising money for battersea dogs home oh, that she lovely. does every year as well that's fantastic so that will be part of her training should, and i'll be going along time. to cheer her on <laughs> you'll have a fantastic time i i did a tough mudder with my partner did uh, you we had a lot of fun i can tell you that Ooh. <laughs> tell me about that Oh, 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 oh. Was it great for your well-being it was <laughs> and mental state? For, 
for well-being, for mental state, for, for bonding. And um, it's funny, the before and after photos were hilarious because at the beginning <laughs> of the race, we're all nice and clean and tidy. And at the end of the race, um, certainly he looked like uh, a some sort of muddy monster um, because he'd rolled in the mud to try and avoid the electric shock cables that were hanging down it was yeah it, it, it sounds torturous <laughs> i'm like looking at you like, <laughs> electric <laughs> shock cables isn't there a health and safety thing here <laughs> it was all in the name of good fun and well-being and, and lots of team yeah electric shocks exactly exactly i was thinking oh, that's something i like to try now that you've mentioned electric shocks yeah. It was a lot of fun. I, I maintained that it was a lot of fun and wonderful for well-being and, and just, yeah, it was a fantastic experience. Letting loose, isn't it? Absolutely. Just Absolutely. freeing yourself completely. Freeing yourself completely, not worrying about anything, being in the moment, being present and just enjoying it, enjoying the experience. Is that done for a charity then or individually? How does that work? Individually, I think people can do it for charities or, or they can do it as an individual activity. They can do it as a team building activity. So organisations okay. may like to do that as a team building oh. activity. Uh, adventurous people may like to do it as a, a date activity even. So maybe not a first date. But, uh. <laughs> well, you know what? If you... Throw out all the pretentious stuff and just go straight into it. See how it is. You know exactly. All these, exactly. Good, you know, all this first date. It's quite funny. The first dates where oh, I can't have salad. I can't have spaghetti. What impression will they get? And it's like no, just be you. Absolutely, warts and all. Warts and all, and that's what that song was all about, you know, that um, Darren requested as well. So it's about being yourself. Absolutely. Totally agree with that. <laughs> Is there a lot of running in the Tough you can take it at your own pace and the okay. lovely thing is that even so with the group so you go in different time segments and then with the group that you're with everyone's supportive of each other and, and everyone's encouraging each other to come along okay. so you're kind of going at a similar pace right um but so there's there's a little bit of running you you have got either a, a 5k or a 10k or a 15k right. so it depends on your 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 level of fitness and, and your level of adventure <laughs> no um, way near. <laughs> well, running's not a great thing for me because of my degenerative disc on my neck. But, um, uh, yeah, and my knees and my back. Oh, I'm a bit of a wreck. Fair enough. <laughs> the skating career has um, implemented on it. But, um, you know, if, if I could walk it, I might just um, think about it. Oh, you can walk it. There are people who Brilliant. are walking it. Oh, we'll oh. look into it. Sounds like, yeah, you're going to have an adventure soon. I will let you know. <laughs> Here comes 2024 adventure. Absolutely. <laughs> right, we are coming to the end of the show. Just a quick reminder, I've got my 30-day mindfulness challenge, which is a great way to um, bring mindfulness to your daily life, um, to establish, you know, so certain trigger points where you really um, immerse into that and feel that you are in the present moment, bringing that full intention to what you are doing. And on the first day, I shared um, about you taking those first steps, which is about stepping outside and immersing in all your senses. Okay. Day two was about your heartbeat, being mindful and putting, you know, do a light bit of exercise or a brisk walk, something like that, and put your hand on your heart 
and really feel it pulsing and the blood going through your body. So go onto my social media links. All the details are there in terms of the different sort of steps that you can take in the tasks day three which i love is mindful showering that is my place of comfort that is my place of heaven i love it mm. and i that i think that is a place i've always been mindful of so yes day three was that day four was mindfully undressing oh that, sorry that was day three the details are on that and then the de- Day four was about mindful looking, so looking out the window, noticing what's out there. I've just realised it's 11.59 and I'm going to be cut off any minute. (laughs) I'm going to have to sign off. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Diane, for being here today. It has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, Zenat. The pleasure has been all mine. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed the experience and it's been lovely just to talk about the importance of well-being and self-care. Absolutely. Definitely uh, need to get you back on. Let me know how the journal uh, launch goes. If I can come, I will definitely be there. All the best and all the success for 2024 and beyond. Thank you so much and the same to you. Take care. We're signing out. I'll be back next week. Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Numrani on Channel 2 Radio.